SAFM. Prime time all day long. Uh, half time between Norwich and Manchester United in the FA Cup. There, Norwich nil, Manchester United nil. Keeping updated with that throughout the afternoon. Let's talk to our first guest this evening. It's double Ironman champion Kyle Buckingham. Kyle, thanks very much for joining us. Hi, hi, John. Thanks for having me on the show. The story we'll talk about a whole lot of things, but the the story that crossed Benzito's desk was this one in AllForWomen.co.za, telling us that you're a vegetarian. Is that right? Um, yeah, I've, I've gone more um, more of a plant based um, diet. Yeah, so um, just eliminating um, the meat and dairy. Um, and yeah, just having more whole foods into my diet. Yeah. Okay, we'll get into that. Now, that's that's the reason we're going to talk to you. But first of all, how is Kyle Buckingham, a man who runs and swims and triathlons and goes around <laughs> the world, uh, how have you been managing these hundred odd days? Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely been tough, and uh, I've just said to, um, I guess everybody's in the same boat. But um, I'm really fortunate enough to have a treadmill um, at home when when it was locked down. Yeah. And um, I could also cycle inside as well. So, um, yeah, it was just the swimming part that I, I couldn't really do. But I just kept myself busy and um, still kept up the training and the, and the consistency because I just I never knew when the next race was going to be. Um, yeah, but now that we're allowed outside and um, it's been having some really nice weather, it's really been awesome to get outside. And luckily we can swim in the sea as well now. So swimming's come back up to it as well. So very really good. Okay, where are you based? Telling us you got nice weather. Cape Town's had gale storm winds, jumping's uh, frozen. <laughs> and I'll be in, I'm in Port Elizabeth. Uh, okay. And um, we're actually having bad weather now, as we good. speak. So we're getting Cape Town's <laughs> weather. And, um, but we've had a really nice week here. So. Uh, but sw- swimming is, are you one of those triathletes that says swimming is the worst part? I, I'm yet to meet a triathlete who goes, man, I'm looking forward to that swim. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't mind the swim like in, in racing. I just, um, yeah, I, I think I prefer to cycle and run more than swim. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I know that I have to get good at swimming, so I, I need to put in the hard work. It's been kicked in the head, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kicked in the head and uh, elbows in the eye. And, sure. Yeah. So just, just, yeah. I, I think <laughs> Anything that's, goes. that's one good reason to be good at the swim because then you can be out in front and you're the one doing the kicking. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, Kyle, obviously everything being pushed back. How do you stay motivated these days? Yeah, um, I stay motivated just because, uh, like, I never know when the next race is going to come up. So uh, you, we could have a race coming up in, in August. So um, I've only got, if there is going to be a race in August, you know, I've only got seven weeks. So sure. I know I need to be fit for that. And, um, you know, everybody... Uh, looking what everybody else is doing as well that we're all training so that's that keeps me motivated to not sit on the couch and you know <laughs> sulk around and you know rather get training as well um yeah have you got teammates or, or people that you talk to a lot and keep you going um not really um i follow and chat to a few people on social media but uh, i tend to normally train train alone sometimes uh well most of the time um yeah so not, not too much why Iron Man? Tell us the Kyle Buckingham story. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I was never into any endurance sports at all. Um, school, um, I, I think I, I played a little bit of hockey and a little bit of tennis in, uh, in standard six and seven. And then, yeah, for standard eight, and then I went to college. I'd never did any sports, and I just 
um, I loved surfing. I, I started with surfing at the age of 14. And surfing was like my absolute um, dream that I wanted to become a professional surfer. Um, but that didn't really happen. I went to, well, it didn't happen at all. And because uh, I left, I went over to work in the UK when I was 19 years old um, and work as an electrician. Um, and um, I took about two years working electrician and then I decided to travel around the world surfing the best spots and you know that I could find <laughs> for 11 months and yeah just by myself and really really loved that and then went back to the UK party the London life and um, got into you know just uh, listening to rock music and you know bought a guitar and, and then one of my housemates that I was living with was training for an Ironman and um, you know he I was like what, what is he doing? How, how is he riding 180 kilometers and then running 20 kilometers off the bike? And mm. I thought it was quite crazy. And I'm I'm really a, a person that you know if I see something that's quite like uh, some that's someone that's that's like a goal that someone else is doing and and seems quite crazy. I, I also want to maybe put that to the challenge um, and test myself. And you know, like two or three weeks later, I bought some equipment and. Um, started training and I fell in love with it and um, and here we are today like I trained four hours every single evening after work which was not easy um, at all and uh, and then one day um, uh, the dream came, my dream came true to I found a got a sponsor after a race I'm in South Africa coming 12th overall in 2012 as an age grouper and um, I found a sponsor and still sponsoring me today, um, Velocity Sports Lab in, in Cape Town in Hard Bay. And they literally it's changed my life. And, um, and that was, and that was the start. That was the plant, the seed. It's interesting how you're talking about that. I was just looking at your results now. But you were very good being an amateur. Then, yeah. as, you, as you see, in April, in April, you came first slash 13th, it says here, at the Ironman in Port Elizabeth in 2012. Yeah. Then, 2013, everything changed. Right? Yes. <laughs> would, would you say that's because you could now dedicate your life to being a triathlete? Yeah, so 2013, I was I was still working at I was working at the gym a bit, um, but you know I got um, I was only working four hours a day, so I could spend most of the time uh, training. And 2013 was literally a, a breakthrough year. Um, I think uh, well, I won every single um, yeah. amateur race race that I did as an amateur, and I think I came seventh overall at Ironman South Africa, and that was yeah that was. <laughs> pretty huge for me and then the next goal my biggest goal was to win the overall age group um, and break the record in Hawaii and at the world championships and that's what I did um, in October that year and I thought you know nothing really else to do as an amateur let's, <laughs> let's, and my coach back then was Raynard Tissink and he was a multiple Ironman champion and he's won Ironman Africa three times and he coached. He had coached me all the way from uh, 2009 to 2014. So um, you know. Um, so he said, you, "You should go pro now," and uh, that was it. How much of a step up was that? It um, it is quite huge because you know you got to dedicate um, obviously everything to the sport, and you know the sport of triathlon. Everyone knows it's quite a selfish sport, um, just because. 
I mean, there's three disciplines, but there's not just that. There's um, uh, nutrition, there's stretching, there's um, gym work, there's massaging. So it's, it's never, it's never like there's not just one sport that you could train three or four hours a day. You're spending yeah. six, seven hours a day plus your recovery time, and so it wasn't. It, it, it isn't easy, but um, we love it, and. Um, my wife and I love love doing it. We love traveling around the world and seeing amazing places and uh, meeting new people. And you know, gifted this amazing opportunity by sponsors. So you know, I don't want to let them down. And mm-hmm. um, it was my dream to just do this at the highest level. My guest is Kyle Buckingham. It says here, two times Ironman champion and a couple of other champions as well. And we're going to talk about his diet in a sec. Hashtag SFM Okay, Kyle, let me give you some background. When I was I was a cyclist, not very good in any way, uh, won one race once and still hold on to that. Uh, it was It's all about sugar and it's all about that protein recovery. So let's talk about this diet of yours, this whole food. How does it, it's, you know, Tim Noakes is slowly, slowly convincing me about the sugar, but surely you need a steak to recover. Yeah, um, you know, I, 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 I still get 120 grams of protein a day from um, lentils, um, peanut butter, um, loads of other things, loads of other other ways to get protein, not just by um, meat. So I did a, I did I had to do a lot of my research um, and see what what I needed to optimize my recovery um, because that was you know first and foremost, and um, I still found that. Um, I was able to get enough protein from other sources of um, even vegetables has loads of protein in it as well. So, um, and um, I just feel so good. Like I feel my energy is way better mm. than I've ever had before, and my training as well. So, yeah, it's really it's been working for me. How long did it take you to perfect what you're putting into your body? Um, in, on, on the plant-based diet, yeah, um, you know, probably, uh, probably a month, I would say. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't like a lot of trial and error, seeing what works and having bad days. No, no, yeah, no. We and and we tend to well, we always cook. Um, we we cook from home. We um, Lauren does all the cooking, and um, like for example, tonight we had um, you know it was a cold evening, mm-hmm. and we had um, a rice dish with um, lentils, uh, butternut and lentils, which has huge amounts of protein in it. So they just on that dish, I got probably about 25 grams of protein, um, which you would get on in a steak or um, maybe a big piece of uh, chicken breast. So, yeah. Do you, do you miss some fried chicken? Um, I don't miss any meat. Uh, or I don't miss any chicken or meat. The only thing yeah. I really do miss is bokong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. A, a biltong while you're running, it, I don't know, it's it's not the right thing. you got to, <laughs> when you have a break. Yeah. Uh, what what yeah. motivated you to start and try it? Um, I, you know, there's been a lot of successful um, athletes, even triathletes, um, that are vegetarian and vegan. Um, you know, there's a world champion, last year world champion, he's vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought, let me give it a go, see how you feel, how does it affect your training? And yeah, so I did that, and it really, it's been working really well. So I'm I'm just giving it a try for uh, now, and you know, I've partnered up with Fry Family Food Group as mm-hmm. well. So 
they've been really supportive as well. And um, yeah, I've, I've just been enjoying it. <laughs> uh, we have to. I have to ask how old you are because it's not like you're a little twenty-one-year-old young man anymore. Are you? No, I'm thirty-six now. Thirty-six. All right, so that makes <laughs> so sense. I'm not, as well. not getting any younger. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, trust me, as an old man, I start to feel it as well. Me, just it. It doesn't sit so lucky, and I guess you need your sleep. You need to be able to get up early. You need to spend all day on a bike. If you've just had yourself a steak or a big meal of of meat, it's not great, right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> a funny story. Um, my brother and I once had a we had a T-bone steak for lunch and we decided to do our long 22 hour run in the evening and um, that didn't work out very well at all we ended up going back home with stomach stomach problems so yeah don't eat a steak just before you exercise yeah but afterwards if you're a meat eater for sure yeah, I remember um, I was I was once at a, a canoe race, a two-day canoe race, and that middle night after the first race and before the second day, that middle night was all about the steak for the canoes. And I thought, <laughs> if you have a funny tummy on a river for the yeah. next you know, early, because you're up early, early, ablutions are a thing, and I'd, it's going to be gross. <laughs> but let's face it, that's what meat does, right? Yeah, yeah, it can it can upset you. Um, it can upset some people. Some people are fine and. Some others, yeah, have a bit of a problem. I can't believe we're talking about ablutions on the radio, Kyle. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so so you mentioned a race in August, but what's next for you now on the calendar? So um, my biggest target is um, I'm an African Championship, so I really would like to get back on that top step to the podium in on the apparently on the 15th of November. So mm-hmm. we're crossing fingers and really hoping for that. So I've you know, I've, I'm putting that down in, on the calendar as my A race, and I'm hoping to go to Europe. Maybe I'm really don't know. It's really uncertain times right now, as all embassies mm. are closed, so you can't get a visa as well, which is really a struggle. Um, but I'd like to just do some half Ironmans before that, um, just to get some speed up. But yeah, the biggest race would be African Champs for sure, and then we have it again next year in March. So there's only four months between. Sure. That so I don't want to really do an Ironman in August, September, mm. and then have to do another Ironman in November, and then another Ironman in March. So it would just be too much for the body. So, yeah. yeah and you're doing you're pushing 40 now as well, huh? <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's, it's coming around quick. Trust me. I started the sport when I was 25, and oh, wow, uh, okay. just looking back at some photos today of mm. like just 2013, and I was like, that times has flown by. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Although, when, in, when it comes to endurance, it is interesting. And I was going to use Lance Armstrong as an example, but that's a bad example to do. But certainly in cycling, <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily a young man's sport. You need that experience. You, there's something about uh, late 20s, early 30s endurance athlete, isn't there? Definitely. Um, actually, the world champion last year in Hawaii, he was 39 years old. Um, and um, the, a previous world champion was also 39 years old. So seen amazing performances from um from athletes that are around 38 to 40 even mm. and as you say endurance becomes because because you've built such a big base for so many years in your legs your endurance just becomes so much better mm. um and your stamina so certainly you need to get back you need to get into the gym as well because when you get older you tend to lose uh, more muscle than you know a youngster yeah. um so definitely incorporating strength into your program is um hugely important when you get over 35 i'd say 
Carl, great chatting to you. Thanks very much for joining yeah, us. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Double Ironman champion, Carl Buckingham.